May I speak in the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus says to you who are listening, Love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who treat you spitefully. These challenging words are from our Gospel reading set for today, from the Gospel of Luke, and are a portion of Jesus' Sermon on the Plain that comprises the body of Jesus' teachings in Luke's Gospel. A summary of the principles of the Kingdom of God and a description of what it means to be a disciple of Christ. The name given to this sermon refers to the opening verses where in verse 17 of chapter 6 Luke tells us that Jesus came down the hill with the twelve and stopped on some level ground where a large crowd of his disciples had gathered and with them great numbers of people from Jerusalem and from all of Judea and from the coastal regions of Tyre and Sidon who had come to and to be cured of their diseases. The Sermon on the Plain is differentiated from the parallel Sermon on the Mount recorded in the Gospel of Matthew, where Jesus' considerably longer sermon begins in chapter 5 of Matthew's Gospel, with Matthew setting the scene. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up a mountain. There he sat down, and when his disciples had gathered round him, he began to address them. In the Sermon on the Plain, Jesus sets new standards of behaviour for disciples of Christ that have more to do with inward character, with an ethical emphasis, rather than with outward observance of the law. Jesus encouraged his disciples who were present, speaking also to his disciples through the ages, to see as God sees and to act as God acts. Jesus' teachings here point to a reversal of values, values that were previously taken for granted, were questioned, and considered in the searching light of spiritual truth, hidden reality, and life in the kingdom of God. In this section of the Sermon on the Plain, Jesus speaks of the kind of love that he exemplified in his own life, and that characterizes the conduct of his disciples. He gives the instruction to love your enemies and do good. He gives this instruction twice in this extract, a teaching that is shown most clearly in Jesus willingly giving his life for our salvation and his words of forgiveness from the cross. Father, forgive them. They do not know what they are doing. Jesus' radical instruction for us to love our enemies goes beyond the law of the Old Testament that we see in the Le Leviticus chapter 19, verse 18, that commands, you must love your neighbour as yourself. Jesus includes as our neighbour our enemies also. He reinforces this teaching in the parable that Luke records later on in his Gospel, in chapter 10, the parable of the Good Samaritan, a deeply moral tale of compassion, making clear that by neighbour all people are intended without favour, partiality or discrimination on any grounds. The Samaritan in the well-known parable is Christ-like in his response to the plight of the victim of the robbers who was left at the side of the road. Despite the rivalry that existed between Judeans and Samaritans, 
The Samaritan saw the need of another and having the resources to meet this need, he responded without prejudice, without regard for the circumstances and the danger he placed himself in on, the peris- on this perilous road. He was selfless in his ministering to the man as he attended to his injuries. He brought the victim to an inn and took care of him there. And when he left the next day, he gave the innkeeper two silver coins and said to him, Look after him, and if you spend more, I will repay you on my way back. An example of open-hearted generosity, excessive compassion, more than anyone could expect. Jesus' teaching for us not to retaliate when injured goes against our natural response. It continues the theme of love for our enemies, breaking the cycle of hatred and violence that recognises that we are all children of God, created in God's perfect image. God himself, Jesus reminds us, is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Be compassionate as your father is compassionate. Retaliation is the return of evil for evil or harm for harm and is in opposition to Jesus' commandment to love. It challenges us to re-look at the use of force and how we defend ourselves and our possessions. In the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew expands this teaching of Jesus when he writes, You have heard it said that you shall love your neighbour and hate your enemy. But I say to you, Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, so that you may be children of your Father in heaven. For he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good. He sends rain on on the righteous and on the unrighteous. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only your brothers and sisters, What more are you doing than others? Jesus goes on to state the golden rule, the golden rule of life, when he says in verse 31, treat others as you would like them to treat you. In the ancient Greek and Roman world, the golden rule was widely taught as a principle or ethic to follow and may be seen as reflected in Leviticus chapter 19, verse 18. You must love your neighbour as yourself. Jesus, however, gives this teaching a more challenging interpretation in the light of his commandment to love your enemies. He says, If you love only those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And Jesus challenges his followers to go beyond the the standard of the golden rule, to go beyond the reciprocal ethic where the one who received some good was obliged to reciprocate an ethic that does not lead to thankfulness, but to obligation, where people who do good deeds do good deeds in the hope of making friends and of receiving benefits in exchange. Jesus calls for a higher standard of excellence. He calls us us rather to do as God would do, to do good without expecting to be repaid, to give without expecting anything in return. Be compassionate, Jesus says, as your Father is compassionate. In this way, disciples imitate the unconditional generosity of God, to be forgiving and compassionate, as is the Father in the parable of the prodigal son, 
who ran to meet his returning son, flung his arms round him, kissed him, and called for a celebration with a feast. A central theme of Jesus' teaching for us to love our enemies and for non-retaliation is his teaching on forgiveness. Pardon, and you will be pardoned, verse 37 tells us, closely reflecting the words we say in the Lord's Prayer, forgive us our sins, for we too forgive all who have done us wrong. Our reading this morning from the Old Testament, from the book of Genesis, is a further illustration of such unconditional forgiveness. After the ill treatment that Joseph received from his brothers when they sold him into slavery and he was taken to Egypt, Joseph and his brothers were reconciled when they came to Egypt in search of food during the long and severe famine. In this moving account of the brothers being reunited, Joseph revealed himself to his brothers with his words, I am Joseph. He did not go on to demand an apology from his brothers for what they had done, nor did he insist that they bow down before him as he had interpreted in his dreams. Instead, Joseph immediately pardoned his brothers of their guilt. He was not concerned with personal retribution. I am your brother Joseph, he said, whom you sold into Egypt. Now do not be distressed or blame yourselves for selling me into slavery here. It was to save lives that God sent you, sent me ahead of you. Jesus' Sermon on the Plain may be seen as representing the highest achievement of human development that we know, the capacity to love unconditionally as God loves us, including also the love of our enemies. It assures us, too, of God's love for each one of us, just as we are. Love that is truly forgiving. Love that is sacrificial. Love that is empowering. Love that never ends. And when we love in this way, we are marked as disciples of Christ. And as his disciples, we are invited to share in the resurrection life with Jesus and to share in the gifts that Jesus tells us will be given you. Good measure, pressed and shaken down and running over, will be poured into your lap. Amen.